Are you talking shift? We are. It's time for the We're Talking Shift podcast. Now, now, now. Here to talk shift, Lori Bischoff. We're talking shift. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 57 of We're Talking Shift, the podcast where I talk a lot of shift because I believe that when we feel stuck or when it's time to level up or rise to a challenge, we have to shift our thinking. That is the antidote to feeling stuck. Today on episode 57, I'm going to chat for a minute about resiliency and why as human beings that is such an important characteristic to have. It it seems like some people are just naturally more resilient than others, but but that doesn't mean that one can't become more resilient. Becoming resilient doesn't happen without facing and and finding your way through challenges and the unexpected curveballs that life throws at you. You can you can try and avoid them or you can rise to those challenges, step up to the plate and take a well-aimed swing at the curveballs. Sometimes you connect with the ball and you just smash it right back out to the universe and sometimes you strike out. Sometimes you triumph over the challenges without getting too bruised. Sometimes you get the ever-loving shit kicked out of your out of you as you just, you know, you're just trying to get through them. But the significant part of navigating challenges is not how successfully you get through them. The significant part is just that you do. It's in the doing of it that you develop resiliency. Now, why is that important? Well, let's just take a quick look at exactly what it means to be resilient. Resiliency is that wonderful quality and ability to bounce back from difficulties. It's when through challenges, you've developed a degree of toughness that enables you to not crumble and retreat. It's the capability to retain or regain your composure when you're being really stretched. It's the capacity to be flexible and agile so that you don't break every time a strong wind blows in unexpected or unwanted change. That is why resiliency is a quality that you want to develop because it's inevitable that shift is going to happen. Unanticipated changes are going to show up and you want to be able to shift along with it or recover or adapt, you know, whatever the situation calls for. Resiliency enables you to navigate through what the situation requires and just bounce back. We've actually had some major shifting going on ourselves this year. This has been an exciting and, well, let's just say unusual year for us here on Team Bischoff. So, I mean, I'm just I'm just going to share a little bit about how cultivating resiliency has allowed me to be able to be flexible and roll with unexpected changes that showed up for us this summer. Now, this isn't about a tragedy. It's not about trauma and it's not about any kind of a life threatening situation. I'm not talking about something at that level. But like, I mean, like everybody else, I have those stories, too, and I'll probably share some of them at another time. But today, this is just about life stuff. It's just an example of how being resilient helps manage the unexpected with less stress. So early last summer, my husband, Eric, was offered a job opportunity that was really, really pretty awesome, kind of too good to refuse. But it meant that we would have to move from our home in Cody, Wyoming to Stamford, Connecticut, 
quite a big change. And this came up very unexpectedly. It required us to make arrangements and move pretty quickly. Um, but, you know, being the kind of like team and open for new adventures couple that Mr. B and I are, we, we weighed the pros and cons and decided, sure, why not? What's the worst that can happen? We can always come back to Cody, Wyoming, you know, in a couple of years or whenever, whatever. So in mid-July, we packed up our dog and our stuff, whatever we needed, and we headed east. We really didn't have to even bring furnishings because we were um, going to be you know, put up since this was uh, something that was being offered to us. We were going to be put up in a furnished apartment um, by the company for a few months, just giving us some time to decide where we wanted to settle. So when, when we arrived, the, the two-bedroom apartment that we were going to move into, it, it wasn't ready yet. So we moved all of our stuff up into a, a smaller temporary apartment for, I don't know, the first week or 10 days. And then when the two-bedroom was ready, we um, packed up everything again and moved over to the two-bedroom. And, uh, you know, knowing that our time was limited in this setup, we began exploring options for what would be the next move we'd have to make. And we found a nice unit in the same building and, um, and it was going to be available in, um, in early October, like now. So we decided to go ahead and just make this transition easy on ourselves, stay here in this same building and move into what would be our third apartment in three months. Now, since we were going from a completely furnished unit to a non-furnished unit, we'd obviously need to get some furnishings. So... We bought furniture, furniture for the living room, furniture for the master bedroom, furniture for a guest bedroom. I'm like, wow, go us. <laughs> we are on top of it. We are organized. The lease is signed for the new place. Delivery is scheduled. And again, I am feeling very organized, which is a favorite feeling of mine. Well, then, then here it comes, the curveball. And all of a sudden, we would not be needing that newly leased apartment. We would not be needing that new non-returnable, non-refundable furniture that was scheduled for delivery. Nope, no, no. Now, now instead of settling into phase three of this move, the plan that we'd already launched would need to change to an exit strategy. So the momentum had to come to a screeching halt and do a 180 degree pivot. One that would require unwinding everything here and facilitating a move back across the country to Cody, Wyoming. Now, I am a 100% believer in divine guidance. I believe that the universe always has our back and you know, God's plan is always better than any plans that we have concocted. So I'm good with that. And, you know, really over the course of my life and my experiences, I've developed a fair amount of resiliency. So I, I didn't question the reason for this turn of events or consider even for a moment that it wasn't in our best interest. The surprise curveball, while being surprising, it didn't knock the wind out of me, but, uh, you know, I'm not going to lie, though. It, it did catch me off guard. And I, I seriously felt just a little disoriented for a while. It's kind of like the momentum that had been going full steam ahead came to a halt so fast. It 
that it kind of felt like an like a like an energetic whiplash. Yeah, that's what it felt like. So, so anyway, upon receiving this unexpected bit of news, even though I was a tad disoriented, my propensity for planning and organizing immediately shifted, kicked into high gear, took over my mind, and started going through every single plan that needed to be undone. You know, the apartment lease, the unneeded, I don't know what the hell we're going to do with this furniture now, you know, upcoming airline flights that were scheduled, you know, in and out of an airport that we would no longer be anywhere near, um, you know, and then, of course, making all kinds of new plans for a new move that would have to be happening relatively soon. So there's that. Now, like I said earlier, this is not serious life-threatening problem. It's, it's not a problem at all. It's just a situation. I, you know, it's really easy for us to turn situations into dramatic problems and make ourselves miserable. Um, but I realized a long time ago that that's just stupid. So I don't do that. Instead, I summon the resiliency that I've developed over the years. And just as importantly, I remind myself to keep things in perspective. So rather than whining and bitching and complaining, which is actually the subtitle to my book, Common Sense Happiness, I didn't go there. I just start going through everything there is to be grateful for around the situation because that really helps with perspective. Like, hey, you know, we got to live somewhere we've never lived before. We got to enjoy some wonderful restaurants and eat some amazing food, met a lot of great people, cultivated some new opportunities. I got to take some dance classes, which was so much fun. Did I mention food? Because we are big foodies. That's been awesome. We discovered Mystic, Connecticut, which is a charming town. That would have never happened had we not been here. And hey, I got to practice being even more resilient. So <laughs> overall, even though this ends up being a much shorter experience than we anticipated, we will be leaving with much more than we came here with. So you know what, I would just, I would be an asshole to whine and complain about this turn of events, frankly. And interestingly enough, um, yesterday when I was making a couple of bullet points about, about this, um, this rant session, I guess, kind of what it is a little bit, uh, I had a friend that, um, I have a very dear friend that I had a conversation with, um, she called and Talking about perspective, um, just to put a period at the end of that sentence, this, this, my dear friend of over a decade, is in the fight of her life um, with cancer. And I'm not going to go into all the details of that because I know pretty much everybody knows somebody. If they haven't been there themselves, they know somebody dear to them that's, that's in that same kind of battle. That's, that's some serious shit right there. So you know what? I, I just, I, I want to make sure that everybody remembers when you're going through your own stuff and you know, that curveball comes, um, keep it in perspective because sometimes we think that things that are really not that serious in the big scheme of things, we make them more serious than they need to be. So think about being grateful for what you have for the experiences you have. And sometimes those big curveballs and those shifts are really in your best interest. You just can't see it yet. So, so, you know, don't resist it. Just, uh, find what's good, be resilient and, and carry on. 
just don't look at uh, just don't look at things that don't need to be problems as problems. Um, just look at it as it's just the situation, and try to find some uh, perspective and maybe even excitement over what the universe has in store for you next. But that's just what you know. The combination of resiliency and perspective gives you. It's the ability to be flexible and to bounce while also remaining strong and stable along with the sight to see beyond the task at hand or, you know, to the larger picture. So if you can, if you can flex your resiliency muscle, get a higher perspective, it's just, it's just so much easier to find what there is to appreciate and be grateful for and to trust that things are unfolding for your highest good. Shift happens to everybody, but the resilient ones will not be crippled by it. And that wraps up my little, uh, Vent sesh today. So thank you for spending some of your valuable time hanging out with me. I appreciate it very, very much. If you feel guided to subscribe, if you haven't already done so and give me a rating, know that I really appreciate that too. If you're trying to make some shift happen in your life and you could use a little bit of help, you can find out what private coaching with me is all about on lauriebischoff.com. And I would love to see you on any of the social media platforms. So connect with me there. Until next week, Stay resilient and stay feisty, my friends. Keep things in perspective and go make some shift happen. You too, Gary V. The preceding podcast was a TJ DeSantis production. Comments, questions, and inquiries can be directed to desantisprod at gmail.com.